0: Hey friends, I know that things can feel really heavy, especially right now, oh my goodness, it just feels like the world is coming to an end. <laughs> and maybe it is, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, really, from wars to social upheaval, human trafficking, drugs, whole cities going under. I mean, as someone who is desperately wanting to raise my kids in a happy and positive world, it it is a challenge these days. Well, today we are gonna look at if we pray, can we fix this world and three things that God says about the world in his word and we're going to be looking at this because does God actually say that it's all supposed to be all straightened out where is our peace actually at we're going to look at these three things we're going to look at a few short passages we're going to get into the word we're going to find out what God has to say all right let's get started Let me guess, the world keeps telling you you are enough. All on your own, you are enough. Well, I'm about to drop a truth bomb. On your own, you will never be enough. Wait, hold up. Okay, did I get your attention? I am Shelby Hosfield, and at times, I was an ex-Mormon, agnostic, a Sunday Christian, and a New Age follower, but God had very different plans for me. The whole time, I was living in a very big lie, that I was in charge somehow of my own enoughness, and my works were going to save me and my life. Don't get me wrong, I am all about self-help and personal development, but as a born-again, fully transformed Christian, I learned there is the world's way, And there's God's way. To quote C.S. Lewis, the more we get ourselves out of the way and let him take us over, the more truly ourselves we become. You are enough not because of what you have done, but because what he has done. And he lives through you. If you are ready for Bible truths, theology, and apologetics, and wisdom from his word that will shape your life, your confidence, and yes, your feeling of enough, then friend, You are in the right place. This is Finding Faith Above. Okay, we're going to kick this off with one passage that really is just kind of like an overarching theme to this whole thing. Romans 12.2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Oh my goodness, that is what it is all about. That's why we are going to the Bible today to take a look at what God has to say about the world. It's a little crazy out there right now, right? (laughs) So the other day, um, my husband and I do this wonderful little Bible study with just some good friends of his, and we call ourselves the Friday Night Lights. It's kind of fun. Uh, But uh, we've been going through the book of John, and we get into some pretty heavy topics sometimes, and um, we try not to make them too long, although sometimes they get... To get a little bit lengthy, but it's fun because we just go, just line by line, of what's going on, and um, it brings up a lot of things. And one of the one of the things that got brought up the other night is just how heavy the world feels in so many aspects. Um, I know that you know there's the movie out right now, The Sound of Freedom, and it just like oh it. It just has brought to light so much l- gross stuff that's happening in the world. And, and we just kind of got talking a little bit about um, what can we do? As we we have young kids and, and we want them to grow up in a good, happy place. But is that even what God promises? And we're going to look today at three different passages and we're going to kind of see what this looks like. So three things that God says about the world in his word. Uh, it's not the things of this world that make us happy. That's number one. It's a big one. I mean, I, I, we want to pray and uh, we really have to be careful of this whole prosperity gospel situation, that if we pray that all the blessings are going to be bestowed upon us, because that's not what he promises at all. In 1 John 2.15 He says, Do not love the world. Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. I think it's really easy for us to to ask a lot. God, can can you bless us with this? Can you bless us with that? Can uh, can you give us this? And and we we'll always feel like we're needing more. That somehow that's going to bring us this happiness or this peace. But that's not where it comes from. In fact, you know, in this passage, this is First John, um, and I really I really like First John. What all um, it encompasses. It just talks a lot about not not succumbing to what this world is telling you will bring the happiness and the peace, because it won't. Your All of these achievements and your possessions and all of the things that we have, loving the world and all the stuff in it, that is not going to bring us all the goodness. It just is not. And uh, but, it, but it's really easy to feel like it's going to. It really is easy to feel like it's going to. So then what does God say then about... Who he is and, and how do we combat this? And our second thing is God is bigger than this world and he gave us the secret weapon against this world, our savior. And we have to remember that he loves us so much that he's telling us don't love the world, all the stuff of the world and the pride and the and the wanting. But to love him because he loves us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in, believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Of course, that's John three sixteen. And I have told you these things so that in me you have peace. In this world you have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. That's John sixteen thirty three. See, with all the mess. That we are, and and really, you know, the first thing we talked about is not loving the world. All that stuff of loving the world, all the the pride, the achievements, the possessions, the physical pleasure, the cravings, the, all the stuff, all of that is sin. It's all the sin. It's all the junk. It's all the the things that are of the flesh and that we can't help but um, but gravitate to often, and that that's all the sin. But God gave us something because he knew and he loved us so much that he knew that those things were going to be a struggle for us. And so he gave us his son who died for us so that we can be blameless and not, not have all of that sin holding us and wants to hold us. It does. But he gave us that that secret weapon. (laughs) He gave us our Savior. He gave us a gift that we didn't deserve. He gave us grace. And because of that, that is what we hold on to. I mean, in this last passage, we're just looking at here John 16, 13. In this world, you will have trouble. You will have trouble. It doesn't say, this world is going to be a piece of cake, especially if you believe in me, it's all going to be easy. It's going to be so wonderful. It does not say that. It says, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart because I have overcome the world. I have overcome sin. I have overcome all of the junk for you because I love you and I am giving you that beautiful gift of grace that you cannot have on your own that you cannot do on your own i gave that to you because i love you and that is how big god is isn't that so amazing isn't that so amazing to know that he loves us that much that he knows how junky the world is he knows that there's going to be all sorts of badness and all sorts of sin but he gave us he gave us grace And then the third thing that we have to just remember at all times is that the peace of Jesus is the prize. That is the gift. That is the gold. That is the grace. That is the beauty. That is the everything. Philippians 3, 7. This is Paul that is talking. And I mean, at this time, I believe he was in prison. He had gone through lots of really hard stuff. But he had also come from a place of like high status. Like he had come from a good, he had had all the things. He had all the stuff, all the worldly stuff. And he says, I once thought that these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. Jesus is our peace, friends. Jesus is the peace. So when the world is a mess and all the trouble and all the junk and all of the sins of the flesh, and we accept the fact that God gave us that grace, that peace to know that we are, we are walking with Jesus, that is the peace that surpasses all understanding. That is the gold. That is the thing that we should be praying for and wanting and and desiring to be closer to God so that even though all this mess is going on around us, it's we have that peace in the middle of the storm. We have that calm. Because the world is not going to get all perfect and straightened out. And and God tells us that we will have trouble. It will be a mess still. But we have him and he loved us so much that he allowed that to happen. Jesus is the peace. He is the prize. He is the gift. He is the gold. He is the grace. So when we are looking at all this mess that's going on in the world right now and we really start to just feel... Very disheartened over it all and sad and how can we fix all of this how can we fix it is we can get closer to God and we can have that relationship with him and we can have the peace and we can love as he tells us to love and we can be the Christians that he asks us to be and to just rely and know that he is our peace the world is not going to give us that So three things that God says about the world in his word. It's not about the things of this world that will make us happy. That is a huge one. This world is going to make things tough. Second, God is bigger than this world. And he gave us the secret weapon against the world, our savior. He loved us so much that that's what he did for us. And third, the peace of Jesus is the prize. That is the gift. That is the gold. That is the grace. That is the amazingness. The peace is what you pray for. The peace of God, of, of Jesus in our hearts, that is the peace that surpasses all understanding. That is what we pray for, friends. That is what we pray for. We pray for for God's love and his peace that we find that everyone around us could find that as well. Can you imagine if the world, if everybody in the entire world had that epiphany i guess that understanding that that knowledge that like wow my peace really does truly come from jesus and that's it this world really would be fixed that's what we should be praying for that we all find jesus's peace today friends i am praying for you that you have jesus's peace throughout all of this and that you move forward today knowing that this world is not the place to put all of our confidence and all of our our hope that our hope is to be put in God and uh, I will see you on Thursday if this blessed you today I would love it if you could share this with a friend get this out there so that it can help somebody else maybe somebody else who is really struggling with um, allowing the world to just kind of take over their their peace. And uh I pray that this ends up in the right ears. And if you guys truly did love it, share it with a friend. Also, five-star review really helps the algorithm to be able to reach more people, those who do need to hear it. So if you left me a five-star review in Apple Podcasts, that helps tremendously. And then head on over to findingfaithabove.com for all sorts of amazing goodies. All right, I'll see you guys next time.